Rue, did you finish repairing the kobold pyjamas? Repairing? Well, yes. Sometimes when they sleep, they toss and turn and get stuck on rocks. Oh, mending, healing. For a second there, I thought we had a robotic kobold. What's a robot? That's a question for a different time. Anyway, I believe I found somebody that we can ask some questions and get to know. But they seem like a busy sort, so hopefully it's not a big intrusion. When has that ever mattered? Good point. I'm going to pull them in. And they should materialize any second. Where in the hell am I now? Oh. I swear on the gods, if the seventh son has had anything to do with this, I'm going to kill him. No, no, it would be me that brought you here. Welcome to the Delegation of Dreamers in the Realm of Forgotten Memories and Dreams. I am Rue. I'm Aefrim. And I am Ashura. And who might you be? You can call me Luna, I guess. Why am I here? We wanted to get to know you a bit and make sure that you're not completely forgotten when you pass on. Uh, Not saying that you're going to pass on anytime soon. Yes, yes. Given the status of things, you never know. So, but yeah, would you have some time to share your stories with us? I guess my time is yours. That's what I like to hear. As long as the Seventh Son didn't put you up to this. No. I don't believe so. Could you tell us who the Seventh Son is? I'm assuming it's not a giant ball of gas. No, that would be S-O-N, Son. He is one of the members of our Draconic Pantheon, who... I am rather close to. Suffice it to say, he has a penchant for annoying me, to put it bluntly. Yes, I had to stand dealing with the uh, deities and them being annoying all too well. Absolutely. Draconic Pantheon? Is he a dragon? He is indeed. He's a green dragon, an aspect of the earth, as it were. Hmm. You know, Aethrim, if you work at it, you might become part of a pantheon of dragons someday. I'm worried about that. That would mean I'd have to work. Oh, good point. You are one of the laziest dragons I know. Oh, thank God. Comfortable enough where he is. I work hard to be lazy. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lunara, what is it you do in your realm? Well, currently I'm fulfilling the duties of High Queen of Elantria. Is that a lot of work? Quite. Rebuilding a kingdom, making sure the citizens remain fed, and liaising with the duties master if there's anything that needs doing. And do you have to be high all the time? Sadly, I wish I was higher than this. Ephraim, I think you took that a little too literally, but... I'm surprised you didn't ask if they wanted a ladder. I mean, technically one of you could manifest flame, if you wished. Are you saying you want a light? No, thank you. Fire and I are not friends. Come to think of it, Aphrim, sure, do both of you breathe fire? I do. Okay. I, I breathe a lot of things, including air. Ha. Ha. <laughs> well, hardy ha ha. We need to introduce the, the lot of you to the seventh son. He will love you all with these antics. <laughs> Maybe we get to meet him sometime. Maybe. I think the god that loves to annoy me might get a little jealous if I start talking to other gods. Yeah, gods are always a bit jealous. I think it depends on the god. 
Indeed. Speaking of gods, you have an item with you that seems to be connected to a goddess. I do. Would you mind telling us a bit about that? I do indeed. This is my moonstone pendant. It was a, a gift from my mother before she passed. It's uh, my direct link to our goddess Elune, the elven deity of the moon, where I come from. Ah, that's one I know the name of, at least. I don't know much about them, though. She is fairly cold and distant, much like the moon, but ever-present, even when you can't seem to see or sense her. Well, at least you have someone watching you at all times, in, in case uh, something happens to happen. And how did you go about meeting the Seventh Son? It was a happy accident. He was on my home realm in humanoid form, shall I say. And um, through a happy accident, I fell through a portal in the sky, and he caught me. A portal in the sky? Yes, it was a, a mission we were on. We were trying to drag a, a snake-like thing from a dryad queen through a portal, and I fell through the portal instead. Mm. And he caught me. Rather meet you. So it was just a lucky catch. Seems nice. Nice of him. Well, rather being caught than, you know, being paced. Fair point. Even if he does annoy you to no end? Well, lately, yes. So how did you become a queen? Was it something you were born into? Uh, initially, no, I was not. I was actually married beforehand to the Dark King of Diasloria. And uh, through adventuring through a new party, we overcame him and... Then I met my current partner, Sloan, and he and I are now the rulers of Elandria. Mm. So you were supposed to be the queen of Dysloria? I was, indeed, the queen of thorns. How did you get the nickname Queen of Thorns? Oh, well, you see these uh, vine tattoos on my arms. They um, aren't quite just tattoos. They possess some form of magic, and they tend to snake down my arms to form actual thorn whips. And uh, through many deeds that I'm not proud of, it earned me the name the Queen of Thorns. Do they sting you? Not me, no. But I wouldn't recommend being on the receiving end. So why was the king called the Dark King of Dyslora? He wasn't the nicest of individuals. He was rather cruel and unforgiving and... Not a good king by any stretch of the imagination. It was actually myself and Sloan and some of our party members who slew him to free Diasloria. Hmm. Oh. So you made yourself a widow? I did indeed, by my own hand. For some reason, I feel like being a widow by your own hand is possibly less traumatic than being one by somebody else's, but... That still couldn't have been too easy on you. No, given that this was a man who raised me from nothing, it was not easy. But it was that at the cost of my freedom or to free us all. And I chose to free us all. You're a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. Thank you. Until she remarried. <laughs> uh, technically, Sloane and I are not married. Just a... A partnership thing. 
<laughs> like me and Ashura. I think it's probably a bit different than that. Yeah, I don't think we have that kind of partnership. Okay. You don't have any judgments if you do. I'll judge. <laughs> but, uh, that reminds me, I haven't had any partners in such a long time. You have us. Wrong kind of partnership. Different kind of partnership. Uh, I believe I've mentioned that I have an ex-wife. It's that kind of partnership, the romantic kind, that I haven't had in a long time. for that. Yeah. It's kind of what happens when you live in a cave. <laughs> I haven't lived in a cave for all of my 5,000 years of life, so I can't blame it on that. Makes you feel any better. I actually met Sloane in a cave. Oh. Well, if I don't die first, then maybe I'll find somebody while I'm in this cave. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Could you tell us a bit more of, like, uh, how did you meet Sloane? Why were you at the cave? It was actually running for the first time. I ran away from Lorcan and sought shelter in a cave. And Sloane was a mercenary on a hunt. We just happened to seek shelter in the same place for the night. He'd been having a bit of a bad day with something to do with his sister and didn't know I was actually in the cave and let loose a series of magical onslaughts that almost brought the cave down. And then when I was trapped between the rocks and the rubble, and he realized somebody else was in there. He ended up having to attempt a rescue and the rest is history, I suppose. But you never tried to run before that? I was too scared to run before that. Even as a kid? Well... Aethrim, you are being way too literal. <laughs> as a child, I, I had my mother there. It's only after she passed that I realized uh, I was in a spot of trouble, and by then it was too late. If you're talking running in the literal sense, however, I do try run every day. Okay. I get that cardio. Nothing less than 10 miles every morning. Oh dear. I don't think I could even float half that far without getting... Well, I wouldn't get worn out. I would just get very, very bored. I get exhausted just thinking about it. Then again, you know, maybe I should try walking around once in a while. Floating everywhere is not good for the muscles. I get my exercise by dreaming about running. I don't... I don't think that's how that works. No, I've, I've seen him dream he runs in real life while dreaming about it. Oh. Hmm. Too bad we don't have a way to capture that for the amusement of others. He just probably dreamwalk in his own dreams, or much like you've uh, borrowed me into yours. Now that I think about it, what happens if you dream while you're in a realm of dreams? You go to the realm of dreams in dreams. Oh. Like you're starting an existential crisis. Um, it's more like the, uh, have you seen the stage play Inception? Where they dream about dreams and dreams. It's quite confusing. That was such a reference that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> the stage play Inception. God damn it, Aaron. <laughs> I'm surprised he knows about that one. It was, it was quite well done. What gave you the idea to run away from the king? was um, 
more a case of one can only take so much for so long and um, I eventually just plucked up the courage and after my incident with, with Sloane in the caves, I was wandering about in a cherry blossom orchard and came across a party of three who were fending off a, a pack of werewolves and I leapt in to assist and ended up traveling with them for a while. What was the king doing? Uh, if uh, we can be a little bit more on the discretion side, we'll just say it was um, very physical and not pleasant. Understood. Forcing you to run every day. Anyone would want to run from that. Be a little long, but I did, eventually. And besides fighting off the werewolves, what was the first thing you did with your party? First thing we did, apart from having a drink at the, the local tavern so we could get to know each other better and where I um, hid my identity as the Queen of Thorns. Thankfully, they were also new to the kingdom, so... They were nude? They didn't know. New. You can, you can remove your mind from the sewers. <laughs> Where do you think I picked them out from? <laughs> Fair. We find them in the strangest places, I must say. So you were nude at the tavern. The party was new to the, the city as a whole, so they had no idea who I was. So we had a few drinks at the tavern and then decided we would stick together for a while. And then, lo and behold, I think it was about three days later, we got word from the town guard about this poor old woman in the town over, the Kel Edenian Empire, who was having a bit of a problem with garden gnomes. But why not? We'll go and get rid of some pests. Not my proudest moment. What happened? <laughs> Ever the curious one, I suppose. Well, I'd um, gotten my sights on a particularly pesky gnome and took my dagger from my thigh holster. And as I went to throw it, I might have accidentally slipped in mud and my dagger missed the gnome and um, got up close and personal with the rear end of our fighter. Oh my. Oh dear, that is never pleasant. The end of that either. So, how did your party react when they found out that you were the queen? Not well at first. Phelan, our other druid, he realized why I'd hid, and uh, through our adventuring and, and meeting of Seventh Sun and naturally Elune, I, I'd realized that who I was in the kingdom wasn't who I wanted to be. And they were the ones who helped me to see it. They understood then why I hid myself. It's not a past I'm particularly proud of, but it's given me a good base of a build to an idealistic future where I can put that all behind me. How did you put it behind you? Like, that would be a lot of things to put behind you. Well, the things, you know, you literally just pick up, turn around, put down, pick up, mm -hmm. turn around, put down. See, Rue, I can also speak fluent Ephraim. Yeah, see, that, that's all I wanted to know. Dear, please don't encourage him. He will never... We, we got him books on figures of speech and everything, and he still refuses to... I'm pretty sure he tore pages out of it to make a little fire for the kobolds the other day. Yeah, the title is Figures of Speech, and there's not a single figure in the entire book. I'm just going to have to start playing the audiobook while he's sleeping. no pictures at all. If I get you one with pictures, will you be happy? 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly sure we have some drawing chalk that I could bring you. Maybe draw him a picture, that will help. Maybe. Oh, I remember a question I had. Being queen, you, you have to deal with politics a lot. Sadly. Have you had to deal with any of the uh, fake courts or any otherworldly creatures of any sort that have uh, political ties? Maybe vampires or anything like that? actually amusing that you would bring that up now. We are about to head into negotiations as a realm of Inandra with the fake courts of Fenlark. I'm not looking forward to it. But given that Sloane has no royal upbringing, it's essentially down to me to lead the negotiations. Well, I will wish you good luck now on that. At least the fake courts that I had to deal with in my realm, they were all very snobby and uptight. Well, yes. Most of them. There was the one, I can't remember what their position was, but they were quite a jolly fellow, but that's beside the point. <laughs> I think we can assume that all Fae are snobs until they prove otherwise. <laughs> well, I agree. I hope that I haven't proven a snob. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to say anything. Wait, are you saying that you thought I was a snob, Ashura? I plead the fifth, whatever that may mean. You make the kobolds wash their feet after a mind shift. Well, yes, I don't want them getting sick. I know that they also will drink the water that they bathe in if you don't keep them from doing so. Who knows what they might do that will get them sick. I make sure they wash their feet, wash their faces. And it has nothing to do with the fact that it could get the floors dirty. Eh, I, I don't really care about the floors getting dirty. I don't touch the floors, usually. True, he floats. Even while sleeping, it's odd. Fair enough. It's like his floor intolerant. <laughs> Uh, well, we just haven't had any anti-magic fields around lately. Yet. Yes. For some reason, those managed to make my natural flotation stop. So maybe it's somehow magical. Anyway, I had a question and now I forgot it. Curses. Probably floated off. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you weren't born into being a queen, but what about your parents? My mother was actually the uh, castle healer of Dias Loria, where I grew up under Lorcan's gaze until my mother passed. And then I married Lorcan and became queen castle to Dias Loria. What about now? Are you still technically queen? Are you queen of another kingdom? Technically, because of Lorcan's death, I am overall ruler of Dias Loria. And then naturally with Sloan as well, I'm High Queen of Elandrio. An alliance between the two, which is wonderful. And Dias Loria is now thankfully thriving. Thanks to you? And not solely me, no. We do have uh, Vezrin, who was the fighter among us, and um, Cessna, who is a very, very, very skilled healer, who have taken on the role of stewardship, seeing as I cannot be in Dias Loria much due to my duties in Elandrio. Credit actually goes to them oh, okay. for how the kingdom has picked itself back up on its feet. Very busy person. Sadly, I can't wait to just, you know, go for a run or a fly off into the sky every once in a while. Lose yourself in the clouds. Are there any conflicts brewing in either of your kingdoms? In Elandria, yes. 
we have a disturbance in the, the frigid expanses of the north in a fortress known as the Lich King's Cauldron. A massive Tunmai dragon has settled and we are worried that it could cause either unrest or he is going to choose to expand his domain further south into Elandria. I might be pulling an A from here, but how big is that cauldron? <laughs> well, that particular one is rather massive. <laughs> so it is a literal cauldron. Well, it houses literal cauldrons. It sits in the, uh, a basin valley in the shadow of a mountain. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, see, Ashura, everything doesn't have to be a metaphor. <laughs> I'm not saying everything does. I'm just saying you miss a lot of the ones that are obvious. So, Lunara, your friends are gardeners, right? No, definitely not. But you said that when they were helping you manage your kingdom, it was flourishing. Did they take care of all the plants, or...? I think if Vesran and Sesna ever had to attempt to get a green thumb, every plant in the kingdom would die. Sounds bad. They are not ever meant to grow a thing that's better left to the druids, such as myself and Phelan, and those actually experienced in gardening, not those who will look at a plant and it'll wither. Rude, try to stay away from her. You'll die if she touches you. They'll get the clippers. <laughs> I think we're safe for now. Well, I am mostly plant, so I should be careful, but... Stay away from the pesticide. What, what is pesticide? I don't, rec I don't actually know that term. Oh, is it like regicide, but for pests? You murder pests with it. Oh. Also, yeah. Surprisingly, you got that one right. That's a very good term. I've not heard that one before. Also, Rue, you need not fear. I am myself a druid, and I have an exceptional green thumb. Some have called me Gaia Incarnate. Oh, well, that's high praise. But then again, it came from the Seventh Sun, so he could have been joking. Ah, well, you can never tell with a god. Sadly not, as much as you want to, you know, hit them for it. <laughs> uh, funnily enough, I could probably hit a few multiple gods and not be too bad off after th with the aftermath, but I still try to avoid angering most of them. Most of them. Sounds like there's some interesting stories there. We should have to have a, a, a cup of tea and a, a cake over that one day. Yes. I mean, we have tea if you would like some. Oh, yes. Where are my manners? I completely forgot to ask. Well, I'd take coffee if you have. Yeah. Tea is for the other elves. I'm not particularly partial to it. It's just an expression that I know most of the humans in the kingdom use. We have some coffee, and let me just get Jeremy to bring some before we finish up here. Now, Jeremy, please be a dear. Thank you. He'll be back in just a moment. Much obliged. Have you changed, or have you learned anything from your years of being a queen? Never underestimate the value of an ally. Particularly those who have proven themselves over and over and over again that if they really are quite handy to have in a sticky situation. So it's better to overestimate their value? Possibly, yes. Although that could lead you in trouble if they fail to meet your expectations. Ah, so don't underestimate or overestimate the value of your allies. Got it. In the end, they'll prove their own worth to you, so yes. 
Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. That's actually a motto we've taken to. Yes, that's a motto that I used to go by, too. And I am back with some cookies. There you go. These look rather delicious, actually. I've been practicing. There's nothing odd in here that's going to make me hallucinate in a dream world, is there? No, no. These are special because I don't bake very often. Plus, these use a certain berry that is very hard to get around here. Those are my special cookies you're thinking of. Fair enough. Avoid your cookies. Avoid the dwarven cookies, because they bake using gravel. I'm not particularly fond of those myself. I think that you are mistaken, Aphraim. I think they just did that the time that you dealt with them, because you were being too literal. But, uh, oh, and here's your coffee. Thank you! What are some of your plans for your kingdom? Or, well, for both your kingdoms? At the moment, it's uh, securing an alliance with the Fae. They might prove particularly handy when dealing with the threat of Malak, who is the, the dragon in the north. We also have received word that there is an abyssal portal that opened near one of the lakes, so I've been liaising with the duties master, and I've become something of a quest giver in Elandria itself. Dias Loria, I have left more to the others, and I simply visit on occasion to make sure everything is still running smoothly. But at the moment, Elandria is my primary focus. I know Malak. He's my step-uncle's father's friend's high school crush. I certainly hope not. You have a very confusing family. <laughs> Those were an awful lot of steps on that ladder you took to reach that conclusion. Do you have a lot of dragons in your realm? In Elandria, not that many. Dias Loria, they were almost completely wiped out. But they are coming back to Elandria, which is wonderful. Obviously, the Seventh Son is wandering about the realm in his humanoid form, which is both a blessing and a curse. How is that a curse? Well, he's now, you know, there to physically annoy me. Ah, okay. Have you seen any of my kind before in your realm? I can't say that I have. Hmm. However, I've seen different sorts of dragons. We actually had the privilege of coming across a dragon fairy. Not a fairy dragon, a dragon fairy. Oh. Who is a, a humanoid figure that can actually shift into this beautiful amethyst-colored beast. That was quite something. Well, I might have to visit your realm sometime. You would be more than welcome. wouldn't recommend trying any of my cooking, though, because I set things on fire. Oh, it just takes practice. I used to set the, well, let's just say everything I cooked for the first few months I tried cooking was kind of burnt to a crisp. You and I have that in common, then. My favorite thing, if anyone, especially Sloane, asks me what's for dinner, and I look at the charred remains on the stove, and I will just look at him and say, well, it's regret now. I think that's called flambe. <laughs> well, I'm stealing that one. I'm going to tell him that's what it is now. I don't mind eating stuff that are on fire. Well, you are a dragon. True. I'm just grateful to have food. Do you have any goals for your kingdom? Where are you trying to steer it? We are just wanting to see Elantria safe. Hopefully bring in an environment where all manner of species can feel safe and not have to worry about any threats from the outside, I suppose. 
What defenses have you set up to prevent that, or are you just trying to create more allies? Well, at the moment, the castle itself is very heavily fortified. We also have made allies with a fallen seraphim angel that is now known only as the gatekeeper. Now we are in the process of obviously securing the phase as allies, and then naturally we have the might of Dias Gloria behind us as well. So we are fairly prepared should anything go wrong, but one can never be too prepared. And out of curiosity, the time that you spent adventuring, what would you say would be one of your favorite moments from there? Probably visiting the Dragonfly Lake. We were just passing through, but it was literally an entire expanse of water that was covered with these dotting little insects that it literally looked like there were little diamonds dancing on the water. We were traversing between Dysloria and Elantria when we came across it. And honestly, just seeing that as something was quite a marvel. I'd love to see that sometime. Well, I'll take you. If you ever come through to Elantria, we'll peruse the Iridian Lakes and, you know, maybe I'll take you adventuring in the drowned curves. You certainly know how to show a man a good time. I try. <laughs> I believe we are starting to run out of time. I have one last question. I haven't asked this question in a while, and I'm quite surprised. Oh, no. Have you heard of a drink called Shaken Milk? Or I, th I think the common is called the milkshakes. I have, actually. It's something that our innkeeper, Hannah, at the, the Seven Arches Inn is quite famous for. She makes those. I would, however, especially for the dragons, recommend a drink known as Wyvern's Pub. Said to even be able to knock a dragon on its feet. Hmm, that sounds interesting too. Even more reason to visit eventually. Yes, and then I can give you the recipe. Sounds like a dangerous drink. More just, well, be careful or you'll land on the floor. Well, that's where I usually try to land. Hopefully you would land on your feet though, not your rear. Oh yeah. Try to not land on your head this time. I have no comeback to that. I feel like there's a story brewing there too. I will definitely need to see if I can dream this up again. Yeah, you're welcome to come and visit. Absolutely. Until then, have a good awakening. Mm -hmm.